Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. All right, final hour of Ben and Woods live from the winter meetings, uh, San Diego, California. We were just talking with our next guest, Jason Stark from The Athletic. It would be actually a nice place to always have the winter meetings as well, <laughs> not just a good place to get COVID, as we were talking about. Buck Walters was walking by the table and goes, eh, don't shake my hand, I got a cold, everyone thinks I've got COVID. But, yes, Jason, it's good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. You're welcome. How's your week going so far? Well, you can hear it in my voice. I had it last week and still getting over it everything. But, yeah, I mean, the Padres seem to be uh, – outbidding everybody for nothing right now they offer <laughs> 400 million for judge this morning they offer 342 for trey turner yesterday and somehow it doesn't get it done who doesn't want to play here in san diego jason uh, just for the record uh i would take 400 million dollars to come yeah. work here okay so if aj's listening i'm available I'm not i told my boss actually, was right you, over there can I told you him. play first though well like now you're getting a little tricky i always ask how well do you want it played yeah i can play it i can do it I but stand there do you want production is uh-huh. uh, is the key I, I don't know i just but the concept of does anybody want to be in san diego i do uh, as do we <laughs> and you know i i know we we say it a little bit tongue-in-cheek i i we were kind of kicking ourselves thinking well how did we miss this how did we miss aj preller being in on two of the the biggest names available and i i feel like I feel like everybody did. I do. I feel like everybody in the know was like, well, there's holes, and they got really, really close, and they're going to need a first base, and they're going to need a couple of starters. Did anybody think that they'd be in on Turner and, and Judge <laughs> to the tune of actually uh, making a formal offer? You, I mean, I can tell you how I look at the Padres and AJ um, and Peter Seidler, for that matter, is I expect them to be in on everybody and everything, and I'm never surprised when they are. Uh, you know, just in, in defense of the company I work for, The Athletic, uh, we have been on top of both of those things. Yeah. Um, but trying to figure out the bigger picture and where those signings would have put the Padres is the really fascinating part to me. I can tell you, I've had three people ask me just this morning, where does the money come from for the Padres to have potentially three three hundred million dollar players plus Juan Soto by the way he's gonna want half a billion um it's an interesting question isn't it yeah I'm assuming that had they gotten Turner they wouldn't have offered 400 million dollars to judgment who knows maybe they would have had four four three hundred million dollar players this week you just wrote about the Phillies though managing their payroll and they went out and added a couple more players in in Taiwan Walker and uh, Matt Strom I mean they're not seemingly done spending either, even after landing Trey Turner. Right. Now, I think 
what the Phillies and Padres have in common is they both believe you win with stars. Stars are the centerpiece of how you win. Uh, I do think that the difference between where the Phillies are and where the Padres are is the Phillies do have some young players to plug in. They have uh, high upside young pitchers. They're about to plug in, and that helps you balance out payroll, uh, which is huge. Um, so that kind of raises the question about the, the Padres and their roster. Um, I've watched Dave Dombrowski work for a long time, and he, like, he's one of the greatest ever at chasing stars, signing stars, obtaining stars. Yeah. But he also ha always has had a vision for how you complete your roster. And it's not always the big moves that make you win. It's the little moves. And I mean, honestly, I, I applaud the Padres for going for it always. But A.J. is a way bigger fan of the big move than the little move. But A.J., in his defense, has completed several rosters. He completed the Mariners <laughs> roster. He completed yes, the playoff, Guardians roster. Yep. He he, complete, yeah, yeah. I mean, he completes rosters, just other teams' <laughs> rosters. Okay. Uh, do you, do you think that come from me, A.J.? <laughs> no, that was from Ben Higgins. Ben, ben Higgins, was, correct. Has it, has it tipped too far now? Are, are, the Padres, are the Padres too all in? Are they, like... You better win so that you can eventually retool because you're, I mean, look, at the end of the day, and there's, there's one listener out there that, that screams at me every day, like, <laughs> I pulled the trigger on these deals, you know, because I, I do like the star moves. I, I, because at this point, Jason, we have no choice. We don't have a choice. There isn't two, three big arms coming. There isn't that first base prospect right. that we're waiting for. This is the bed we made. We have to be comfortable in it. Like you're gonna, they're gonna be able to retool through the draft, but that's gonna take years. We have Jackson Merrill; he's probably a few years away. Um, and then there's gonna be the guy that nobody knows and, and heard of that he ascends. But other than that, I feel like this is the bed we're in, and we're gonna have to keep doing this until we win one. You know, that's a really fantastic point. Is you can only build within the context of what you've got right. on your team, and they have no choice but to lean into buying the pieces that are missing. Um, I, there's no bad time to have Aaron Judge on your team. Right. Although when he's 39, <laughs> yeah, you might want to get back to me on that. Right. And there's no bad time to have Trey Turner on your team. They're great players. They're winning players. I used a phrase in that Phillies piece that you alluded to. These are not guys who are famous just for being famous. Correct. They're famous because they're great players. They're difference-making players. They're team-changing players. And so... You know, I applaud going for it. I just think the feeling in the industry is um, while they're chasing all the big names, knocking on the doors of the smaller names, sure. the guys who would help the pieces of the puzzle fit together, give you more depth, give you the ability to withstand the marathon, those are things that the Padres really need to attend to at some point this winter. I mean, it's December the 7th. So right, right. We've got time. Any any name or two in particular that jumps in your head that you say, he's a great fit, he's not going to break the bank, and he can help you win a championship. Uh, one yeah, of those fillers. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a lousy first base market this year. and that So that obviously has had an impact. It's a lousy second base market. For that matter, I, probably the best of the second baseman is Gene Segura. Yeah, you know he's not a superstar. But he's a good player. He's a he can be a winning player. So I mean, if you 
you want to plug him in and put Cronenworth at first? That's obviously what they've been talking about sure. mowing. Um, there have been a lot of shortstops. I would, <laughs> I would say AJ's not done shopping for shortstops. He seems to like accumulating shortstops. Yes, very much so. And catchers. <laughs> so, He's always loved the catchers. Like, I, don't, I don't know how many shortstops you should have on one roster. Probably over the line. <laughs> but, like, I, there's no bad time to have Xander Bogarts right. on your team. And I, that's a name I'd keep my eye on because he's a good player, winning player, and a player I think has interest in coming to San Diego. You talk about the first base, Mark, and I always think about the scene from the Moneyball movie where the uh, Billy Bean character is yeah. telling uh, Scott Hatterberg, Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to play easy. first base in the Ron Washington guy. It's incredibly <laughs> difficult. It's incredibly hard. <laughs> How hard is it, Rash? Yeah. It's incredibly hard. You're the baseball's most noted fan of the weird and wild. I am. You must have loved the National League playoffs then because the road team, the lowest seeded team, won every single series I know, right? of the National League playoffs. Every single series was an upset. Padres getting through to host as the five seed, the NLCS <laughs> against the six seed. Of course, the Phillies win it and go into the World Series. Yeah, I, I'm probably a bigger fan of that aspect of weirdness and wildness than, say, Andrew Friedman. <laughs> you know, the, the Braves, the Mets, all oh, the yeah, 100-win yeah. teams that got toppled. Um, you know, it's funny. There's, there was so much discussion of how it was the system's fault. Oh, I hated it so much. Like, if you don't oh. want upsets, don't have playoffs. Yeah, yeah, seriously. It, it, I, I was at the Braves-Phillies before I came here for that NLCS, and somebody posed that question to Brian Snicker from the Braves after they just got beat, and he said, you know, it seems to me that this round of the playoffs has always been best of five, and it seems to me that there have been a lot of 100-win teams that haven't won, so what are we even talking about? Right, <laughs> yeah, it, and, it's exactly right. Right, and that's why we play. To sit in Petco during the NLCS Bananas. was exhilarating. Yeah. Give me all of that you can bring. I mean, the, the Phillies, I'm not sure how that happened. Uh, I think about how close they came to playing zero home games yeah none how bad were they down the stretch and they were losing every day and you're like they're never going to get in i know and it was that was the perception of their team in the town and if they don't score six in the ninth in game one in st louis they might get swept in that series they may not play any home games and that was just a blip on the town's radar screen instead they somehow win that cardinal series um Win every home game against the Braves. Win every home game against the Padres. The place just electrifies. It was amazing. And the perception of the team is different. It leads to Trey Turner. It leads to all the stuff you've seen this week. It, like That's the fun of what we do. It's, it's the greatest reality show ever. And it never runs out of scripts. Right. Well, remember when they couldn't play defense, and then all of a sudden they played the greatest defense <laughs> in the outfield that anybody's ever right. seen. And Nick Castellanos <laughs> turns into Willie Mays out there. You're like, okay, just like we all drew it up. Just a lot of what just happened moments. Yeah, man. no doubt. Jason, I know you got to run. Really appreciate it. It's fun connecting in person here. Yeah. Good to see you at the winter meetings. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks so much. I enjoyed it, guys. Thanks. On The Athletic, one of my absolute uh, – he's weird and wild, my, like, favorite columns – of the year during the baseball season. That's just the kind of fan I am in the way I think as well. Uh, we got Mud Grant uh, floating around here. I don't know where he walked to, but he's going to join us here as we continue our final hour. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll t- check some traffic. We'll come back with more on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from the winter meetings at the Hyatt. So this hour brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag eatgrubbies at eatgrubbies.com. And sitting right in front of me, gentleman who always enjoys a good happy hour. It's always happy hour with you, Clowns. It is. All, well, you're always happy, Mud. Mud Grant is here at the winter meetings. Look at those J's, by the way. Thank you. Those are slick. Thank you. I love the atmosphere. Oh, wow. Yeah, very slick. I love the atmosphere here. They're like tap shoes slash Jordans. Kind of splash, uh, the splash look, huh? Kind of. Yeah. My, my philosophy is this. You can wear anything, good, bad, and different. It doesn't have to have a price tag on it. If it looks nice, if it looks kind of whatever. Right. If you wear nice shoes, it seals the deal. I can't. I, I'm going to agree with you, but in a different sense, I can't pull off tennis shoes. Sure you can. I can't. You got to trust yourself. I, I, you got to trust your stuff. I look Wizzy. like a goob. No, it, not really. Like, you you gotta, look you, cool. You got. Well, I appreciate I mean, that. Eric Grubner is always rocking. Yeah, Grubner looks yeah, great yeah, in him. Yeah. Looks, yeah. yeah. Tony you know Wynn Jr. looks great Tony, in him. Tony sports it. Just I. Uh, awesome. If I had those on, I would look like a goober. I don't think so. Uh, you know who else? Um, you know who else? Could Sergio pull it off? Del Prado. <laughs> yeah, Sergio. He could not pull it off. If Ben showed up in Jays, I would. Ben, really? Yeah, I, I buy my shoes at Costco. My, my philosophy: you can have like you can have the most expensive suit on, right? Of course, and have horrible shoes. And you look like a clown. You look like a clown. Yeah, you do. Now you, you could like you could be in just ripped jeans. Not that I'm into that, but that you know right. some some guys can pull it off. Yeah, and have like a, just a t-shirt, and then you have some nice shoes on. You've talked to Blake Snell about his shoe collection, yeah. right? It's pretty six hundred. His drippy. See now, Blake. Yeah, he's drip see, dog. So he says he's drippy, but I look at him and I go. Eh. I don't know. You look like you're sitting on the couch. By the way, does he bring your heart rate down when you talk to him or what? It's like, yeah, ah, absolutely. It's like so relaxing. He's very relaxed. So, hey, you know what's unbelievable? Jason Stark, one of my favorite scribblers of all time, you guys had him on. Yeah. He may have mentioned this, but he put it in perspective before he came on. We were talking. A year ago, we were in a lockout. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? How about that? And then. Two years ago, we were in a lockdown. The state, yeah, the state of the game, whatever way you want to look at it. And now, what we're seeing. And the contracts that are being thrown around man, man. to guys who are longer in the tooth, right? Yeah. 
I mean, it's, it tells you it's I mean, it's great. And what was you, will you tell everybody what your biggest deal was? It's probably out I there. always had a one-year deal. I never had a multi-year deal. Never? Never. One-year deal. What was your max yearly salary, will you say? Uh, 540. One-year 540 was yeah. the That's mo- now 200000 below the league minimum. Yeah. By the way, though. Oh, by the way, you want you, a great story? What, what would you have made now? I don't know. I, the a couple league minimum. minimum. No. no, a couple million. I don't know. Yeah. You get grant, a month grant on a one-year 2.5? Four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, and half some Soapy Joe's four coupons <laughs> for some Four and a half million You're not in car radio. washes. You had like a four ERA, right? A little lower. No, no, yeah. no. no, no. It, was four. it was above that's, four. It was above that's four. That's still four million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know what? You, want, you know how you put things in perspective is that my rookie season in 1984, the minimum salary was... $42,500. I remember talking to... It's unbelievable. I forgot who it was. Oh, I forgot. It doesn't matter. They were making $7,000 a year back in the 70s and, like, early 70s. And then going to work at the auto dealers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. And yeah. right. selling insurance. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think players today should really pay homage and... Show respect to the guys. What who... do you want to like grease you hundreds when they see you? No, 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 no. I mean, just, <laughs> Here, pre- just appreciate this. because how many, how many guys? And I and I and I rant about Thanks this all the time. Away, how many guys actually know the history of the game? And Marvin Miller, of course, and um, Kurt Flood, and all, uh, those guys. all those guys. Yeah. Oh, Kurt Flood. Oh my gosh, and what what they did to where the players today are benefiting no from doubt. what happened in the past. So you know, it's funny, but in our business, salaries have actually. No, no time. What Dave Rickards was making for this job twenty years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. would make your hair fall out. Yeah, so. well, it did. Yeah, just yeah. look at me. Yeah. So, Mud, when uh, you come to the winter meetings, obviously everyone wants to see you. Who oh. do you want to see? Like, who are you? I want to see everybody. To see yeah. I'm, I'm the social butterfly type guy. To where, you know me. I mean, my attention span is like, what, three and a half seconds. Yeah. And I mean, I want to see everybody. I want to talk to everybody. And if you stopped and talked for everybody for twenty minutes, I mean, You're you done. wouldn't get yeah. You wouldn't even get you know, a hundredth of the people it you is, want to talk to. It is crazy though. I'm not a celebrity like a People magazine oh, sort sure of guy, are. but sitting here, You're one of the sexiest I mean, like, men alive. Buck Showalter walks by. I go, <laughs> yeah. that's Buck Showalter. Rob Manfred walked by, and we're all nervous because the commissioner is here. Yeah. You just see these faces that you yeah. see on TV all yeah. year, and all of a sudden. They're all right here, yeah. walking around these, these just, hallways. A, a, a gentleman just walked by, Carl from the Houston Astros, works in the clubhouse. He's been there, and he just said hi. It's, it's people like that, right? Yeah, I mean, people out of the woodwork. There's yeah. agents, there's players. It's great. I saw Jose Bautista just standing in the lobby. Joey Betts, like, someone at a restaurant the other night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here? yeah. yeah is he, absolutely. Is he looking for a gig? Like, what's he doing? So, uh, no, it's, it's been fun, man. It's nice, uh, also, this winter meetings, how the Padres and, and Mr. Seidler and the, the ownership group how they've been kind of, you know, in on all the, the, the top names and, you know, trying to, AJ, trying to, obviously trying to make the club better. And um, it's just, that's refreshing to see. Remember the years where the winter meetings were like <laughs> for the Padres? And it's like, oh, well, let's just wait for the trade deadline. And then, you know, maybe we'll, you know, sell off some other players. And, in, in recent and, years. And the, the, dr- and the waiver wire, oh, wait for the Rule 5. Rule 5. The rule five can't draft, wait for the oh, Rule the 5. the draft lottery would have been yeah, yeah, huge yeah, yeah. last yeah. night. Oh, Padres yeah. weren't even in it. That would, have been, that would have been the highlight of the whole how, week How for times us. have changed. And I'm guilty of this. I'll be the first one to stand up and say this. But there are times in the tunnel 
at Petco when I'm walking from the clubhouse back up to the booth. Yep. And you know how they have the lineups so, from years past yep. opening days? I'm by myself, and I have to shade my eyes. And I'm like, you look at I'm like, oh, my goodness. I can't believe this. Oh, my gosh. And then you're running out, you know, Machado and, yeah, and it's Soto. Just been, and, we are, it's, good, it's a good time to be a Padre fan right now. It is, and a good time to be a Padre broadcaster. Uh, yeah. the, the fun never stops with you guys. How, how Donnie's your, great. How's he doing? He's, he's doing great. He doesn't return texts. Oh, that's uh, really. Tweets. Really. Well, he's busy fishing and cooking. Well, I mean, and cooking the fish. We all have yeah, yeah. Our, we all carry our phones. We, no, you know what? You text I, I know back. you guys. You guys have a great relationship <laughs> and love showing up for your work every day. And it's like walking into that booth every day at Petco, especially with the team, with the people we work for, with the people we work with. To sit next to Donnie and just teach a little baseball, talk some ball, and yuck it up is it, is really fun. But he needs a break from all of us, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he does. needs. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he does. I think one of the reasons why he's not here is because <laughs> he wants uh, fewer mud. A little uh, yeah. bit less mud. Less mud. He feels that way about me. Fewer mud. Um, yeah. See, this is the thing. I loved the playoffs. Every single second of it. It was heartbreaking. It was beautiful. It was amazing. I missed you and Don on those games so much it made me sick. Oh. I to watch, and I don't want to call out anybody by no, name. I know. I know. But, dude, it got to the point, and everyone's like, oh, just sync your radio with the TV. And I, I couldn't get it to work, and it's not the same, and I yeah. like things that are the same. I do. How do we got? There's got to be a way. Like that, it, it, I'm telling you, put these guys in a room, and I'll pay hundred dollars to go sit in there and watch you guys call those games. I'm sure you're, you know, well, I'm sure you're you're done. You're tired after a long grind of a season. Yeah. But it ruined the playoffs for me that I didn't get to hear you. Well, guys. thank you for that compliment. It's so true. You are much too kind. Um, and we did get a lot of that. But I understand. We all, when you live in a city, you have your regional guys, of course, who, who you get used to, right? And I'm sure it's like that in. Philly. I'm sure it was like that in Houston. I'm sure it was like, you know, who doesn't love Todd Callis and Jeff Blum? Love yeah, those guys. Great, yeah, great. But the networks have the game. I hate it, man. I and it. it is part of the deal, but thank you very much. And But I will say this. It was great being a fan. Just watching it Donnie home. and I, yeah. we were invited I, I to love go. Oh, I saw you guys at the game. Around the, the, the fifth or sixth inning when they'd wow. always put you guys on the yeah. scoreboard. That was fun. It was You guys needed it. It was a well-deserved break, certainly. But to ha- it feels like, man, hey, thanks for kicking ass all year. Yeah. And now here's the payoff in some sense. Yeah. Uh, come watch it in the suite. To experience what we did during the playoffs, it was just so refreshing and, and gratifying to me to – See the Padre fan from 1969. Yeah, and they're they're out there. Obviously, uh, the people who stuck in there through thick and thin, sure. the 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 bad baseball, and then to experience it firsthand, the excitement, the noise, the in-game entertainment, and the and just the everybody ass, at the, the end, ass in, kicking of yeah, the Dodgers yeah. was just oh, the I know, greatest. I know. <laughs> you know, so uh, I want to give a shout out Shannon Landers, who uh, you know, pregame uh, in-game entertainment, and in, in her crew and everybody there. Uh, they do such a great job, uh, you know, getting the fans involved. So it, it was great to be a part of it. Yeah. And how about that Dodger game? Was that I was screaming like just uh, yeah, a bottom was, of the seven, child on yeah. the on the playground. It was just, unbelievable. Oh, Mark Loretta and I and Donnie and Trevor and yeah. Jake was in there. We were just jumping and screaming like we just you know we just won the game and we're getting twenty five cent treats to go to the concession. No game. doubt, no doubt about it. It was it was <laughs> it was pure magic. So uh, Mark Rand is with us. Uh, Mud, we've been counting down. We call it Ben and Woods Wrapped, our favorite moments of the year. Right. And today was oh, actually no. was actually you and Don in spring training, March thirtieth. Oh no, talking about Woodsy's uh, fantasy camp performance. 
when you – in fact, uh, if you put your headphones on, Frank, can we uh, can we cue that up again, our Ben and Woods wraps this. here for – he's he's going to – Frank's going to cue it up All for right. us. But I this was – um, this was spring you, training game? Now, yeah, it was like it the, was one of the last, guys, last spring training yeah, games. Yeah, you guys were calling a spring training. I'm at home laying my fat ass on the bed watching <laughs> you guys, and I'm laying there, and I'm like, did he just? So, they did. Yeah, this, I'm like, is, uh, this is March 30th, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Blow out right in front of me, right? Yep. So you shut him down. So it was a safe situation, and um, I put a different pitcher in there. In fact, was it Woodsy? Yes. And, and he, he walked the yard. Up. Yes. He walked like nine guys in that but inning. part of the problem was the Hall of Famer Trevor Hoffman was all over him. Remember that? Yes. Was, yes, that's like, what uh, it was. Yeah. I had a guy, he pitched the seventh and eighth. He threw really well, but he was always tweaking and messing with his elbow. I said, I don't want this guy to, you know, go under the knife. So I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring in Woodsy. From uh, oh, that is strike three. Ninety-seven three. The fan. My favorite part. And you know he's a oh, big tough guy. Woods, you <laughs> shut him down. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Come I on, walk in anybody, the yard. anybody out. Yeah. <laughs> to, to listen to baby giraffe Don Orsillo, who can barely run from the on deck circle. To, to listen to, I'll listen to it from Mud Grant, but to listen from Don Orsillo. <laughs> Can't hit, can't feel, can't Orsillo throw. was like a turtle on the beach he that would, tried to get back into the ocean uh, running around uh, the first base. You ever turn a cockroach <laughs> over on its back and watch it try to get up? Uh, I mean, he doesn't return my calls anyway. What's he going to do? Every time we show Donnie's footage of uh, him, like, he, pump, I bet he, he goes, how about, that, how about that bat speed? He says, <laughs> oh, he goes... <laughs> Like, he flies out to, like, shallow second it's base, amazing. right? I think I caught it. There's, <laughs> a, there's a fly ball, shallow second. <laughs> <laughs> and he That's said, oh, so I, thought, I thought I squared it up. I thought it was going to go. Well, it's like I said earlier. <laughs> you you neglected to leave out that I went a complete game the day before yeah, and tried to did, come yeah. in and get and you, three out. Oh. You were the tough guy wanting to be the starter, the closer. Not the anymore. Book, the bookends. Not anymore. Just so you know, I'm first base. How catcher. is the wing, by the way? The wing feels fine. I just, I'm just old. I'm just old. I just want to hit. Hey, just, just wait, man. Hit. I want to hit and catch. Getting up three times in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. I pull a hamstring. I my labrum. T- oh, and I, my uh, first colonoscopy on January 5th. Everybody. Piece of cake. So here piece we of go. cake. Yeah, here we go. And you know what? I encourage. And I say this in all seriousness. Me too. Yes, get your colonoscopy done, man. I'm telling you. I'm doing it. Tell the cola guard story. It's uh, the, the, the toughest. <laughs> the toughest, obviously, for me is not eating, like, what, you get like eight days before your colonoscopy? Yeah, it's like 24 hours. Yeah. Like yeah. Raw and jello. So, yeah. so they have the new where they can just test your, listen you to know. This. So listen no, to have, this. No. Yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. This is what led to the colonoscopy. They asked me to take a, a – they said start here at the cola guard. It's a box, and you have to poop in it. Right. It's not great. It's not a fun day. And I did it, and the first step when you get the box is you have to rip the label off because then it's going to send it back to their address. It's got your address on it. You rip that label off. It goes right back to Cola Guard, and they right. look at it and everything. <clears throat> so I forget to do that. So I do my business in the box, take it down to FedEx or UPS, put it in the mail. <laughs> Two days later, Mud, I come back, and there's a box on my front step, and it's the Cola Guard, my own poop. I mailed it to myself. You mailed your – Yeah, I just send it right you back to myself. You mailed your feces <laughs> to, to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So then, that's awesome. <laughs> so then, so then I go. Oh. So I take it. I rip the label off. I run it back. I get the email. Uh, sir, it's this is way late. This is this this sample is no good. So they had to it's send like me another. Hardened one. Yeah. And yeah kinda, who knows? Yeah, they send right. me another box. I stare at it for six weeks. I refuse to do it again. Finally, then I do it again. 
And they're like, oh, something came back positive. You have to get a colonoscopy. I'm like, I could have just done a colonoscopy from the get-go, yes. and I would have been done right. with all this. Right. The most, when I told the, the very attractive nurse practitioner on, on a FaceTime, <laughs> when I told her that story, she's like, excuse me, sir, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I'm like, I get it. I, I totally understand. Yeah, mailed it back to myself. You know, there are so many puns I can go I with right now. I know. It's like... I know there are kids listening on the way to school and stuff, but this is great. Yeah, it was a classic, classic moment. <sighs> Poop in a Box is the name of my new band. That is the name of your new band, <laughs> Mud. And I know you're heading up to... Uh, Mud. <laughs> you're heading up to the, uh, the MLB Network set. Yes. Good luck up there. Thank I hear you. it's cold. You guys, it's always, it's always good to see you. Uh, happy holidays to everyone. Too, Paul, buddy. thanks for the love. Um, Pottery fans, you're awesome. Love you very much. And uh, yes, get that colonoscopy because you don't, uh, you know, if you got to, you got to get checked out. Ten days before uh, fantasy camp, January fifth, I'll be doing it. So, oh, nice. I'll see you out there. Cool. All Sounds right, good. Thank Mud you, Grant, uh, right, you with us here as All always. Right. Uh, it's enjoyable, and uh, I think you know, Saris is supposed to stop by uh, after an entire season of. Ben and Woods get to chat with Eno in person coming up here, wrapping up our three days at the winter meetings coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, thanks again to Mud Grant. It's always good to laugh. Mud is uh, good at eliciting them. Uh, here on 97.3 The Fan, it's Ben and Woods. we got Eno Saris hustling over uh, before the end of the show. This hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. 
Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. I guess ultimately, Woodsy, the only thing that I feel really disappointed about, because we didn't even know the Padres were in on Aaron Judge until we got an inkling of it last night. Yeah, basically. we had a little sourcey source. And then, uh, you know, on the way in this morning, we find out that, that he agrees to a deal with the Yankees. Subsequently, we find out that just like with Trey Turner, the Padres were offering more, but he wanted to stay with New York. The only thing I'm disappointed in is I would have enjoyed the last three weeks of speculating about where we're going to hit Aaron Judge <laughs> in the lineup. Do we do we hit him first? Do we hit him fourth? Uh, third? I mean, where do you put him? Well, now, I mean, geez, now we can't do it. Because what do you mean for the last three weeks? We could have had two more, three more months of content out of this. Yeah, if he had, if he, signed, if he had yeah. signed. Or if he had signed here. I just mean, Imagine that. I just mean if there was no, you know, at least we would have had an opportunity to throw out the hypotheticals. But I love, we love the hypotheticals. Now we, if we do it now, we just look like we're sad. Because he's going to the Yankees, and yeah. there's no point talking about it anymore. Yeah, no doubt. So that's that's it. It's done, and, and Aaron Judge is going to remain with the New York Yankees. And I if I wasn't, if I wasn't a fan of the Padres or the Giants, or maybe like a, an, an AL East rival like the Red Sox, feels like the right outcome. Absolutely for baseball. Absolutely for Aaron yeah. Judge to stay in pins. Homegrown guy stays uh, with his home. I mean, you can't can't be mad at that, you know, at, at all. And they need a lot of they need a lot more help than that, but to lose him, I, I can't even imagine what would happen to them. You know, losing uh, losing a guy like him, a human being, Ben, like him. You know, his production notwithstanding. So now we're left to to figure out what the Padres are going to do next, and um, instead of pigeonholing them like we, I think we tried to do at the beginning of the off season into depth moves. You know, they need a, a fifth starter, they need a left fielder, a first baseman. Anything's on the table at this point. Yeah. I mean, is there is there one player in baseball that's left that you would say, well, there's no chance Padres are going to get him? I mean, really, nothing. The, I mean, I, maybe they don't have the capital to pull off a giant trade at this point. Yeah, the prospect I mean, capital. Not, not, I don't even know who would be on the market that's, you know, on a superstar level that they wouldn't be able to pull off, but – you know, Sean Murphy, I mean, if they wanted Sean Murphy, I feel I think like they could get him. I feel like I feel they like could get it. him, even though the reported price tag has been pretty high. Um, I don't think there's anyone that we can just dismiss and say, no chance he's going to be a Padre next season. Yeah, I, uh, you know, the, the is there anybody that you want off the top of your head? You know, I probably made the point earlier off the air. He said, man, if you're going to be in on Trey Turner, go get Carlos Correa for a couple of years. He's a proven winner. He knows how to do it. And Dodger fans would be beside themselves. They would lose their minds. And now I'm seeing a lot of them coping, wanting Carlos Correa as well. I mean, when they had, had, you know, they had loathed that guy for many years. But not winning does something to a person. It makes you want to win. It makes you want to win even more. And you'll put everything uh, you said about that person aside uh, to try to go out and win a baseball game and, and win a World Series. So uh, I think that'd be a really fun move, Ben, to go get Carlos Correa. I, but um, I don't know that A.J. Preller and Peter Seidler want to make yeah, want to make petty moves. I guess I'd lean towards Xander Bogarts yeah, if, if sure. we're talking about the, the shortstop options. You really can't go wrong with either of them. You're not going to go wrong. You know, honestly, if, if you had said at the very beginning, who do I want, Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, or even Aaron Judge, if they were all on the yeah. table. I, I don't know that I would have put Judge first. I, I might probably have, would have put Trey Turner first. I might have put Turner yeah. first, and then it would have been kind of a close call for me between Bogarts and Judge. No doubt. Uh, Bogarts is he's just very athletic, well-rounded baseball player that I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't mind seeing here at all if, if that's the way it works if out. If that's what they're, they're still looking at and still looking to do, 
then then yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, look at this point, we are now at the the point of the end of the winter, winter meetings where I go, can we can we get somebody? Can we do something? Now I'm going to say something that's probably going to look foolish in 12 months, but you keep hearing that next year's crop of free agents is not particularly good at least the expiring contracts there's not going to be this kind of frenzy other than Shohei Otani well but he is already the the GM I watched him yesterday at that very stage say there is no way I can let him hit free agency there's no way he said I I want in my mind he's going to be an angel for a long time which means he's probably as we speak working on something but you know like trying to extend outside of that and there's no guarantee he even hits the free agent market it makes more sense to spend when even the even the seventh and eighth guy on the market right now could potentially be a fairly franchise-changing player. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of difference makers on the market this year. doesn't make a lot of sense to, okay, we're not going to spend much this year, but we'll have a better financial picture in 12 months. But who who is there to spend on? It? Right. If, if, it doesn't matter how good your outlooks and prospects are if there's no guys available to spend them on. So maybe it's smarter to get someone now and say, okay, now we're good for the next two or three years when it comes to big-time free agents. Is uh, Eno not coming, or is he is he running where he's trying to run up here and get here? Hmm. I would do five minutes with Eno. I don't care. Five minutes of Eno is better than no Eno at all. Um, I like. I thought what Jason Stark had to say was really, really interesting. Just got a text from Eno. Okay. I can't tell if it's a typo or if he's in trouble, but he says, SOS. Across the street. Coking. coking but i think he meant coming okay because if he is across the street <laughs> <sighs> i doubt should very I, much should I go down there and make sure he's okay <laughs> i doubt very much we have anything to worry about he's like <laughs> i'll be there i said i'll be there in a minute <laughs> Also, nobody's ever called it that before. Right. Something Ben would say. Yeah. I saw a guy coking at a party. Phil Coke? <laughs> Just go on vacation right now. I walked in the bathroom. This guy was in there coking, and I didn't know what to do. It's identical. What Something Ben would say. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Just people me. coking everywhere. I, I didn't think, know what to do. Oh, Isn't that God. an actual like process that you do? To no, sort of, like steel or oh, something. No, Jesus. coking no, no, the no. steel. Or... I, d- I don't know. I think he meant coming, so I think that's okay. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so but no, I was going to say I, I thought what Jason Stark had to say was really interesting. The uh, the uh, when he said the the perception of of AJ Preller now is yeah he's. He's got to be all in, and he does. He does. There, there isn't that next wave. That he said, Philly Dombrowski gets that reputation of, oh, he'll just go out and buy the best players, but they're always supplementing with guys that they already have. We're not really. We don't really have that luxury right now. You know, and it's really interesting. Well, I mean, it's a philo- It's not just a, hey, I can spend money because I have it, but it's an actual philosophy that Jason Stark said that Dave Dombrowski and AJ Preller kind of share, and that is you build championship teams with stars with star players and i i mean i think there's certainly something to be said with that i mean name name a bunch of championship teams that didn't have stars now some of them became stars because they won the championships with their teams juan soto trey turner but ultimately every championship team has two or three guys that you consider star players on it there's no there's no group of great journeymen who all came together to win a title. Yeah. You need That's adult some ball. stars. <laughs> That's 
That's you know, adult there's no in group, a nutshell. There's no great, hey, we got some great prospects and rookies, and they all came together that's and an won interesting, That's an interesting doesn't little, happen. That's an interesting little project to go back and look at, at some of the past World Series champions and go, how many legitimate stars were on their team? Legit. Superstars. Big, big. Not, not your third starter, not your guy that had a really good year or whatever. Like legit superstars. The Bryce Harpers of the world. The Mookie Betzes of the world. The Fernando Tatis. It, it's a hard Juniors. game to play because when you go back, a lot of those guys became... Had they not won a World Series, you might have said, it was a really good player. Good player but I don't but... think he was a star. Once they won the World Series, though, you go, oh, that guy is a star. Because yeah. I saw him play on the big stage, you know, in the limelight of October, and he came up with that big hit. Juan Soto, and man. And that's what made him a star. Juan Soto's a star. He's, he was always going to be. If he hadn't won. But he was always going to be, yeah. He, he was, he's a star whether or but not put him on the, the map. series. Yeah, he put him on the map, but his numbers alone yeah. make him a star. There are a lot of stars who didn't win a World Series sure. in baseball history. Tony Gwynn never won a World Series. Massive star, Massive star in baseball. Juan Soto, to me, is one of those guys. But there are... There are other players who win a World Series, and I think their stardom increases. And Tim Lincecum. Oh God, yeah. You know, well, it's also because of that performance. Yes. Yeah. Mad yes. Bum. Yeah. Had they not had that World Series, I think Mad Bum's probably a star. Just a with, close with or fringe. without it, fringy. But I think Lincecum needed that postseason yeah. performance to become a quote unquote star in baseball. And you look at those Giants rosters, and you go, Oh yeah, they had Mad Bum, they had Lincecum. Is Lincecum really a star without the postseason true. performance that he had? Though? True, very true. So we'll see um, if the uh, if the Padres if this strategy of go- and boy is it a fun strategy. It really is, man. I, I, I can't from I, a fan perspective. It is a really fun strategy to go all in on superstars and try to is. make your team, you know, out of out of all superstars essentially. Now, you know, I don't know if you saw your typo, buddy. <laughs> He's walking over right now. Hi. How are you? I don't know if you saw your typo. It said across the street, coking. C-O-K-I-N-G. And Paul said, I hope he's okay. And I said, nobody calls it that. (laughs) Yeah, nobody calls it that. So you're fine. (laughs) You're good, buddy. Yeah. Grab a seat, man. Catch your breath. Catch your breath. we still have four minutes. Yeah. And we can play the show with you. I'll take five minutes to Eno over anybody. You scootered? Good for you. Hi, bud. Deep breath. You good? Yeah, he's good. All right. I did this once on television. I scrambled in. I couldn't catch my breath. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I love how we awful. we bookended the winter meetings. It was has been absolutely perfect. We had security guard raid and a very out of breath, you know, Sarah. Yeah. Hi, buddy. <laughs> I'm glad it's in the TV. That's how wet I am. Oh, man. How's it going? You yeah. did not have to haul ass over here. You didn't. I, I'm serious. I don't know why I'm sweating. So, I mean, I did walk. Did you drink all the craft beer last night? No. <laughs> you that ate was, all the tacos El Gordo. Night. I lost my voice the first night. Oh. I've been I've been reeling ever since. Tacos El Gordo. Yeah, amazing. loved it. Wasn't it incredible? So good, yeah. We don't even have to talk baseball if you don't want. Yeah, it was just catch really up. Good. Whatever you want. Yeah. I like the Adovada. Woods likes the carne asada. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was. What'd you have? I didn't get any. I didn't get a carne asada. Yeah, I got right. a carne asada taco, a uh, al pastor taco. I always yeah, al pastor, al pastor, yeah, yeah. al pastor, yeah. And then uh, off the spit right there some with the buche. little buche. Buche. That's uh, what part of the pork is that? Uh, you probably don't want to. I don't think yeah. you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> the tripa and then they have so, the yeah. lengua. Yeah. You don't necessarily want to know everything that goes into yeah. some of those tacos, <laughs> but they're, they're all delicious. They're really, oh, really. Yeah. Really, Really good. Wow, I'm wet. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's just wet. A coking wet. <laughs> wet. You know, Saris. Oh, God. Holy cow, man. Uh, well, it's good to see you. Thank you for making the effort. Um, we're almost out of time. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, Let's talk about the Padres. We're going to run out, it back. Outbidding next, the hey, Yankees and the... Uh, we're going to run it back next season, yeah. aren't we? All right. Sweet. Yeah. We're going to run it back. Sweet. Is that good yeah. with you? Yeah. All right. Good. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's Out, fun. Outbidding the the Phillies and the Yankees and still not landing their their superstar targets. Are you yeah. sure? Are, are you going to write out that said why AJ Preller can't close? Yeah. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, I got I got opinions. Wait, are we? Do you? Are, yeah, are, yeah, are we are live? Yeah, we're actually live. <laughs> <I thought> we're <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now, now we turned on you. Know? That was too casual. Yeah. yeah. All no, right. No, no. That's I, how we I, roll. I mean, I, I think that the number one thing going forward is that they want one of the top free agents. And, you know, I think that they're going to go after Correa and Xander Bogarts next. Yeah, really. I mean, that's wow. that's what we've seen. Logical with progression. Tra- yeah, logical <laughs> progression. Um, I think that the trap is to not give superstar money to a non-superstar. That's something the Padres have learned. Yes. Uh, God, and uh, just, just, just recently, recently got out from under. And so I think Dansby is a little bit of that trap. Where you know he's going to command two hundred million dollars, and someone's going to say, "Well, I didn't spend three hundred, but it's like, well, you didn't get a three hundred million dollar player." Yeah. So um, I think Xander and point. Correa are worth that. I would go after Correa first and next, but they're going to go up against the same players they've been going up against. So they're going to go up against the Giants uh, and the Twins for Correa, and uh, maybe the Dodgers. Maybe. Maybe the Dodgers. The Dodgers have been quiet. Yeah, you know, very quiet, eerily quiet. Quiet monster. The reason why, you know, I think that he's having trouble closing is just, you know, there's inertia. You know, Judge knows the Yankees. The Yankees yep. know Judge. He thinks he can win there. They've won there in terms of at least regular season games. Um, and there's, you know, that wild card. It's why the Giants are having trouble closing, which is, you know, once you get to the top, the difference, I think, between 300, you know, 10 million and 300 million or whatever starts to go away a little bit and you're like where do i want to be for turner he wanted to be on the east coast um you know the phillies can say we made it to the world series last year with you we'll win it you know Abreu wanted to win he yeah. wanted to win you know and the and there's a that's the perfect won. yeah the astros won i mean it's good, good news a good point that the padres made the playoffs yeah and that's can be part of what they're talking about but they've we lost to the teams going. that went further yeah we got and we got to keep yeah that's exactly right and we got to yeah. we got to keep that inertia going and and the only way we do this, we gotta get we gotta get good players. We need pitching, and where do you see the the pitching market falling quickly? Because we're running out of time. Yeah, but- there's only there's only there's one big prize in Radon that's left, uh, unless they make a trade with uh, maybe like the Marlins, who seem to have extra pitching. But uh, it's Radon or bust because the guys below them, I think, are all kind of just uh, innings fillers. I mean, although. I do think the Padres could use that because if you got uh, Jay Groom as listed as your fifth starter, that's a guy you might want as your seventh starter, really. Yeah. So I think a Chris Bassett might make sense for them because he's going to be dependable innings. So a, a Bassett Xander, you know, they're willing to spend a lot of money. They a are. Bassett Xander or a Bassett Correa combination could still be really useful. Pretty for dirty, team. yeah. And so- I think you know you make Kim a super util, um, you or you push. Uh, you push Kim over to second, Crone mm-hmm. uh, to first, uh, and then you kind of just mix and match in left field. So I think I know what happened. You are so casual and run this place with such a non-professional radio air 
that Eno thought we were, thought off, we were the off the air. air. Thought we were just talking. No, we were on the air. That's us. Yeah. On the air. We were on the air. Yeah, he was his face when he, when he realized we were on. I just assumed we were in no, commercial he thought, break. He thought we were in some commercial break. But no, of course, that was that was actually our that's, show. That's our know. show. That's what it sounds like. People heard that. On a day-to-day basis. And then Eno turns it on. Oh, we're talking baseball now. I better be professional. You heard my radio. You heard my switch. Yes, we heard the radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're out. We're out of time. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank Coach you, Coach Sarah, Braden, Sopranic. It's been a pleasure next. all season with you. Guys. It's no good doubt. to see you, though, yeah. and we will talk to you again in the future. So, thank you for hustling over, though, and uh, almost dying on the way over here. And uh, that'll wrap it up for us uh, from our three days at the winter meetings. Any more breaking news? We'll leave it for Coach or Gwen and Chris this afternoon. But great job by Italian Paul back in the studio, executive producer Paul Rindle. For Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. From all of us here at 97.3 The Fan, take care. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.